Welcome to Face to Face Broadcast. Enjoy the dynamic teaching ministry of Pastor Tibby Peters, the President of Renaissance Assembly Incorporated. This message will take you from where you are to where you ought to be. Praise the Lord. I want to believe that. August, you have great expectations for August. It is very important for believers to have expectations. The scripture says that the expectation of the righteous, hallelujah, shall not be what? Cut off. And that means there's something about the expectations you have. Very important. And sometimes, what God does in your life, you might be listening to a message or hearing a testimony, God begins to help you, let me use the word, package expectations, hallelujah. Because he wants to meet the expectation. Sometimes he's the one that puts the expectations in your hearts. Are we together? And then he will meet the expectations. Why? The Bible says... God is able, hallelujah, to do exceeding abundantly above all that you ask, that's expectation, or think, imagination. Are you listening to me? So there are certain thoughts that will not have come to you naturally. God puts those thoughts in your heart because he wants to execute those thoughts. He wants to accomplish those thoughts. He wants to accomplish those expectations. And I strongly believe that in this month of August, those expectations will be met. Some of them are seeds. I've dropped in your heart. It might have been thoughts or statements people made. It might be pictures, dreams. God will meet those expectations. Now, when God shows up to meet those expectations, that's what we call a manifestation. Amen. And I believe that this month of August, there will be manifestations. One time the prophet was speaking in scripture. He said, you will not see rain. You will not see dew. But the valley will be filled with water. It means that the regular things you expected to happen might not happen. But God will show up. Amen. And I'm speaking to someone here today. That you, the regular signs that you normally see is not what you will see. You say, oh, I know that. And before this happens, this will happen. Before this happens, this will happen. But God will show up. There was a lady in this church. She took in. And I went to visit her. And then, no, no, she took in and then lost the, um, they said she lost the pregnancy. So my wife and I went to see them. And when we got to the house, what just came to my spirit was the pregnancy continues. And that's what I spoke. The pregnancy continues. And then they took her, you know, to the hospital. All the scans they did did not see any child. They did scan, they were not seeing anything. Did scan, they were not seeing anything. Now, they didn't even know again where, we, where the pregnancy was. And then finally she gave birth. Massive baby. It was over 4 kg. The baby showed up on the scan. But the baby was born. How do you explain that? 
That means that that's a manifestation. It did the regular signs. You say, you know, if this will happen, then this will happen, then that. Your, God will scatter your calculations this month. This one happened, then this one happened, then this one happened. No, 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 no. The regular signs she expected was not what was happening. Now, you went to do scan, you didn't see any sign of the baby in the scan. How do you explain that? They were now doubting. They were now doubting. Are you sure the baby is there? Are you, but the baby is growing. Are you sure the baby is there? Are you sure the baby is there until she gave birth? And I know that all of you hearing the sound of my voice, such same kind of manifestations will break forth in your life and in your home. In the name of Jesus Christ. I boldly declare to you that you will not see the wind. You will not see dew. But the valley will be filled with water. Glory to God. That's what we manifestation. Hallelujah. Manifestation. Permit me to read a scripture. In John chapter 2 verse 11. I read it earlier this morning. It talked about Jesus. It said, This beginning of miracles did Jesus in Cana of Galilee and manifested forth his glory and his disciples believed on him. Jesus manifested forth his glory. That means the miracle was a manifestation of his glory. Hallelujah. Did you hear that? The, the miracle was a manifestation of glory. And I want to declare that there will be manifestations of the glory of God upon your own life. In miracles. In great happenings. In unexplainable events around you. Glory to God. At the point, say, how can this be? Amen. Look at the woman, an angel walked up to her in the book of Luke 1 and said, you will have a child. Amen. They say, how shall these things be? Seeing I know not a man. <laughs> he said the Holy Ghost will come upon you. The power of the highest will overshadow you. Meaning that it will happen by the hand of God. Am I communicating? Everybody say the hand of God. Say again the hand of God. Not the hand of man. The Bible says that with men things are impossible. But with God all things are possible. Hallelujah. So I am in faith with you for manifestations. I explained what the manifestation is. a showing forth. It's a display. It's an appearing. Amen. That means that God will appear. He will show forth. He will show up. I don't know if you've ever been in places where you're wondering, will God show up? Will God show up? Are you understanding me? Yeah, because there are times where people find themselves in situations where things just went wrong. Are you understanding me? Then it is exciting to know, glory to God, that God showed up. You know, one time somebody was asking me a question. You know, people try to interview pastors sometimes, you know, and uh, I've been with people maybe that don't believe in healings and miracles and such supernatural occurrences. And then um, I'll just remember two stories. One, I was much younger at that time. And this man said he didn't believe in miracles. He was much older person. And um, he was driving me somewhere in his own vehicle. So he said, I don't believe in miracles. His wife is a believer, but he is not. Praise God. So he said, I don't believe in miracles. I said, why? 
He said, because. I said, but he said, said, you believe in God? He said, of course I believe in God. He said, why don't you believe in miracles? He said, because he doesn't believe that somebody can decide when a miracle will happen. If God wants to do something, he will do it by himself. I said, okay. So I reminded him. I said, sir, your vehicle, this vehicle we're even in, was snatched from you at gunpoint. I think it was some months back. He said, yes. I said, I didn't know that your vehicle was snatched from you. I was passing and I saw your wife gathering her fellowship people and they were praying. And I heard them say, we recover the car in the name of Jesus. That's how I knew that a car was snatched. He said, yes. I said, how was this car recovered? He said, well, they took the car from me somewhere along... Um, he greeted a car area. That's where they snatched the car from him. Then, they found the car at Marine Base. The doors were open. The key was in the ignition. Nobody was in the car. Police neighbors said, we don't know who kept this car here. So police came and carried the car and started finding out. And that's how he recovered the car. And is that not a miracle? He, says, he said, it's a miracle. Amen. <laughs> He was the one that said, it's a miracle. So I said, now let me explain the connection. I said, if you don't believe in miracles, you should not believe in prayer. Because anytime you pray, you are summoning a miracle. So if you say you don't believe in miracles, then you should not believe in prayer. Because we don't pray about what we can do. We only pray about what is beyond us. Am I communicating? Anybody that prays is implying that he or she believes in miracles. Am I communicating? So I said, actually, sir, you believe in miracles, you don't just know it. Amen. <laughs> Lift your right hand and say, I believe in miracles. The lady, Catherine Kuhlman, a great woman of God, she used to sing a song. She didn't write the song, but it's a popular song. I believe in miracles. And then she makes a statement. I believe in miracles because I believe in God. You cannot say you believe in God and not believe in miracles. Do you believe in God? I dare you, I tell you, you believe in miracles. Amen. And I'm saying to you that this month, God will show himself. Are we together? The showing of himself is manifestation. Am I communicating? That in human affairs, from time to time, God intervenes. Those are the manifestations we are talking about. Now, the difference for us here is that we are saying that we can choose when we will see those manifestations. Am I communicating? We can decide that we want to see those manifestations. That's why we were given the name of Jesus Christ. Are we together? We were given that name. Why were we given the name? To use the name. Praise God. To use the name. And whatsoever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatsoever we lose on earth is loosed in heaven. What does that statement mean? It means the control center is from here. That if you say it, it should be like this, heaven will say endorsed. Am I communicating? But the person initiating what will happen is doing it from here. It did not say whatever heaven 
binds, you will bind. No. He said, whatever you bind here, he will bind there. Whatever you lose here, he will lose there. Amen. Am I communicating? Lift your hand again and say manifestations. Say, I receive manifestations. Now listen to me. In our everyday life, there are certain things that could occur and natural things, no problem. But there are times where there are complications. Hallelujah. There are times where things that we did not expect show up. Jesus has given us the power of authority to use his name. To bring the things to be in line with our expectations. Are we together? So, I go to the office. And then, I've been working there. They are promoting people. They normally are supposed to promote every two years or every three years. But now I've been there six years. They've not promoted me and they're not doing like they're going to promote me. Rather than sit down and be crying and say, ah, see all the things they're doing to me in this world. Oh, bad people. You know, they're people like that. They like to be pitied. They say, have I told you my story? Say not to, ah, I have not told you. Uh, sit down, let me tell you. Do you know? I work in that place for six years. They've not promoted me. Say, eh. You say, you don't understand what I'm saying. What they mean is that you're not, you're not there crying. They need you to cry them. Are you understanding me? Then they say, normally, if you work in that place for two years, they're supposed to promote you. So imagine, the first two years, they did not promote me. The second two years, they did not promote me. They, now, the last two years, they've not still promoted me. Is that kind of thing good? Then the person says, no. You say, like, you didn't understand what I'm saying. That means that my salary, <laughs> are you understanding me? You are painting the picture for the person to see how bad the situation is. Those things happen. Listen, if you are a child of God, a human crying to another human might not solve your problem. Except the human knows what to do in Christ Jesus. Are you understanding me? Instead, listen to me, you can change the circumstance. You can change the situation and see the manifestation of God in that situation. Am I communicating? Glory to God. So if you find yourself in that place, or if you found yourself there, today, you can believe for manifestations. I say you can believe for manifestations. Someone said, oh, ha, ha, ha. Someone once told me, said, I have tried to enter university. I have written jam. Until jam, I started using my name for you know, those adverts they do, you understand that? You know, I've written jam. In short, they're expecting you to write next year, so they just, you know, your name is already on the system, just waiting for your payment. <laughs> because they are sure you will write. Amen. I want you to be in faith for manifestations. That the next jam you will write will be the last one. I didn't hear amen, no. Amen. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something so you understand here. You see, if the woman with the issue of blood was ashamed to touch the hem of Jesus' garment, she would have died a woman with the issue of blood. Hello? Say, hey. What if? She didn't say what if. She didn't care about anything. If Bartimaeus, we call him blind Bartimaeus, he's no more blind. If Bartimaeus was ashamed to say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me, he would have been blind and died blind. But the Bible says he did not care. 
He didn't care. He didn't care. When he shouted and they said, Shh, you're embarrassing yourself. The Bible said he shouted yet the more. Amen. You, I'm talking about jam. You cannot even say amen. And you want to enter university. You're never serious. Amen. <laughs> Listen to me. Listen to me. If you are ashamed to say amen, that means the thing has not embarrassed you enough. No, it has not. It has not. Blind Bartimaeus, when he stood up, I've told the story before, to go to Jesus, he threw away the garments he was putting on. Meaning that, I'm not coming back to this state again. So I'm saying, if you have been writing jam, this jam, the next one you will write, will be the last one you will write in the name of Jesus. There are certain doors. Everybody does not have the same problem. Hear me very well. Everybody does not have the same problem. Why that is so, is a, is a long story to explain. Everybody does not have the, and everybody cannot have the same problem. There are some people that didn't, their academic career was smooth. I know people like that. Primary 1, 2, 3, from primary 4, they entered at form 1. They didn't, are you, are you met people like that? From primary 4. They don't call it primary 4 again. It's not 4. Whether it's grade, you know what I'm talking about now. Uh-huh. The first stage in primary education. Amen. Primary 4, they move to first year in secondary school. Am I communicating? And then, they, they were in, in university, year one, year, uh, sorry, um, secondary school, form uh, one, form two, in form five, they started writing all the uh, external exams, got admission. Have you not seen people like that? Oh, you hear that he's 19 or 18, he's already in year two or year three. 20, yeah, he's graduating. He starts thinking, oh, uh, let me do my master's. He's doing his master's. By 26 or so, he has his PhD. You get people like that. Am I communicating? He didn't have any wahala in his academics. As he was even in school, people were writing him to come and take a job. Are you understanding me? International firms are calling him to come and work. You know? And uh, no problem. But marry wife now. Are you understanding me? Marry wife now. The more he looks, the less he sees. Then the other guy that jam has jammed him. There's still a girl that loves him like that. Whether jam anything jam do to you, I will marry you. <laughs> Are you understanding me? And the girl is saying, let's just do the wedding. Let's just do he, he already has who to marry. Are you understanding how life is can could be sometimes? So, listen, we don't all have the same situations. That's what I'm trying to say. We might not be facing the same challenges. But everybody's challenge, only the person can tell how it is affecting them. Am I communicating? There are people that just got married. They didn't have any problem. You know, first, in short, they went for honeymoon. The wife came back pregnant. It's not that the man is a sharp shooter. No! No! They went for a honeymoon. The woman came back. She's pregnant already. Nine months plus two days from when they got married. She has given birth. Twins. Two. The babies are still crawling. She has taken it again. Have you not seen all those kind of stories? Ha! 
I said, oh, this people just got married uh, in two years. They've had three children. Then you now hear later. Oh, the man is having health challenges. He's not able to take care of the children. Different things. See, that's why God gifted men with grace, knowing that things like this will happen. Through the gospel, through the teaching of God's word, and prayer, people could be helped. There are times where people are fine. Everything is fine. Then something just comes up. The Bible calls it the evil day. Amen. Because there is a rascal called Satan the devil. On full time duty. Around the world. He might forget somebody for a while. But they are still booked on his register. For later visitations. Uh, what about this man? Oh, he has been saying, we are coming. We will reach him. We will we'll meet him at Rumokoro. Don't worry. <laughs> we will meet him there. This thing you do, sitting down hearing God's word, is to fortify you. Prepare you. Whatever comes against you. See, there is no scripture in the Bible that said, believers will not have challenges. There is no scripture. No scripture. That means challenges will come. Troubles will come. As long as we are on earth, the only place where the Bible says no more sorrow, no more weeping is heaven. Amen. As long as it's not, and it's not just Nigeria. You say, it's because of this country, there's this frustration in this country. Go to Canada. There will be another frustration. It will be the cold. You say, ah, this cold. No, no, no. The, ah, APC is better than this cold. Are you me? Are you me? Ah, no, 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 no. You, you will say that. Everywhere, people living in White House have problems. They have black problems and white problems. Are you listening to me? They have problems. I was in Sweden. I met someone that is of the royal family and the man had problems. <laughs> you understand that? He had problems. When someone in a foreign country is telling you that they are struggling to feed, you think it's only happening here? No. There are problems all over the place. I know there are some people that think that, oh, if I don't get a visa, <laughs> My problems are over. Leave it, I know. <laughs> I wish I could share this, I will give you. <laughs> and you will find that that is not so. A young man got a visa to the US. And uh, you know those kind of people that think that if they get a visa, all their problems are over. Got a visa, 
And because of visa, they start even insulting people. You know that kind of thing? You know people like that? They start talking down on people, looking down on people. It reminds me of the young man that was locked up in a cell with criminals. And they were beating him up. So they now brought him out of the cell. He started abusing the guys in the cell. You people will die there. You will die there. All of you will suffer. So when they brought out his case file, checked, they said, they said, no, they can't release the guy. They put him back in the cell. <laughs> <laughs> they said they should kill him. <laughs> because he was abusing the guys inside there. Are you understanding? <laughs> That's how this brother that got the visa was behaving. He got visa, he started talking down on people, all this nonsense, and I'm not talking, talking, talking. I know the brother even did something to his cell leader in church. And the cell leader was so bitter. I said, God do not allow him to go free. <laughs> so I'm telling you the brother's story. He said, Pastor, I landed in America. I perceived the air. Came out of the plane. I was like, man. My plan was, I've gone forever. He was going for an event, but he didn't plan to come back. I've gone forever. As God, there we got to the line. These other like, wow, hi, wow. But you know, as they tell you, visa is not automatic entry to their country. That you have a visa does not. The person that God does not like your visa says, you are not entering. Visa is to enter the plane. Amen. 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 As you are here, the officer here can decide that you are not entering. This is a wisdom for somebody that was planning to do the same thing. Amen. Receive wisdom. God is preparing you. You said that. So you enter that same trap. They sent him back from there. Kept him in holding for a while. Check, check, check. He said, The thing you are even coming for is ending tomorrow. You know, your visa, because he couldn't even raise money on time. You understand that? So, <laughs> yeah, my sister has punished him. <laughs> he couldn't even raise the money on time. So, he said, the thing you came for is ending tomorrow. And you're coming today. Like maybe a five-day conference or something. It's ending tomorrow. So, what are you still coming to do? Uh, you will go back. And they sent him back. He was quiet for a while. Then he came to see me. And when I was talking with him, he didn't tell me he was planning to run. It's as they brought him back, say, Pastor, actually I was running away. So some people think that if they get a visa, all their problems are solved. Satan can still wait on the other side. Are we together? Let me say this to you. Never think you will come to a place in life where you will not need the manifestations of God. Hello? Did you hear me? Erase that from your mind. I'll end with this. The woman that housed the prophets, the stories of Elisha, and then her son died. Now, understand something. The son, 
not that son because of her relationship with the prophet. He prayed for her and she received a child. You know the story, she prepared a house. She used to see the prophet come and pass. You know, and she said, let's prepare a lodging for him. So anytime he's passing by, he can stay here, you know, and all that and all that. And then he asked, what do you want? And the lady said, uh, they said okay, someone whispered to her, she does not have a child. And he prayed for her, then she had a child. Now let's assume that her greatest desire in life is to have a child. There's another challenge in front. Amen. The child had grown. We're not told the exact age, but we'll assume that he was um, maybe close to teenage years or thereabouts. And one day the Bible said the child shouted, my head, my head, and fell down and died. It was unexpected. The woman remembered, no, I have this prophet. Amen. I am connected to. You know, some people can bulldoze into the life of a prophet, but there's a difference between the one that you're connected to. There's a difference. I know people call us sometimes for different things. And let me tell you something about ministry. I've prayed for many sick people. I've ministered to many. And the greatest handicap anybody can feel, there are two things. One, someone that the prophet is emotionally connected to. Just like doctors. Are you understanding me? It might be difficult. I remember a medical doctor was telling me his mother fell down. His father is in mother now. Fell down. And he was trying to check heartbeats. In his panic, he was putting the heart this on his heart. He said, there's a pulse. There's a pulse. In panic, it was his own this thing he was checking. He was telling me, say, Pastor, man, I was confused. But you know, that same doctor now, they'll bring another person. He said, he's there, he's there. Say, relax, keep him there, I'll be back. You know? <laughs> Have you seen doctors do those kind of things? Everybody shouts to answer. They say, take it easier. I'll be back. They say, doctor, where are you going to? (laughs) Because there is no connection. Now, it happens to ministers too. Alright? It happens to ministers too. That's why I used to share the story about Mrs. A.K.'s testimony. That year. September that year. Am I correct? December that year. When I was praying, it was this service, I was praying. And the Lord said to me, when you get to service today, call her out and tell her. Nine months from now, she'll have a child. I said, Lord, I'm emotionally involved in that one now. Amen. I followed and said, oh, why now? What did that happen? Are you telling me? <laughs> you know, no, no. Because maybe she has cried around me or complained around me or something like that. So I said, ah, you want me to do that? Then the second group are those that have no connection. Are you understanding me? What I mean connection is a heart connection. They've never honored your ministry. Never regarded what you do. And then all of a sudden, sometimes, I don't know what to call it, but they don't used to manufacture the thing. Are you understanding me? If it's there, it's there. If it's not there, there's nothing you can do. I was talking to my sister. See, you can be helpless without the anointing of God's Spirit. There's nothing. Nothing. 
Glory to God. Am I communicating? So, that woman, she had maintained that connection. Praise God. The prophet Elijah. So, when she started running towards the man of God, the man of God asked his servant, what do you think that woman is coming? What is the thing? What do you think? What's the problem? Because God, you know what this man of God said? It's because God has not revealed anything to me. He said, God has hidden it from me. That means he didn't know what the problem was. He didn't know what the problem was. Until the woman arrived. And that child was raised back to life. What if she had quarreled with the prophet? Some of you that have anointing to quarrel with prophets. What she had deleted his number from her phone, blocked him on Facebook, blocked him on WhatsApp. Where again? <laughs> Amen. What if? And we never go to nations again. Sometimes we are not the ones that choose where help will come from. God has already positioned what I call help stations for us. Are you listening to me? Yeah. He has already positioned those help stations for us. A young man was reading a book and telling me that he's studying the scriptures. He's studying the scriptures to find out a new revelation. I said, My brother, carry Ken Hagen's book and read. He said, No, 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 I want to find my. I said, The reason. Why God sent that man is so that you will not suffer and be reading. He has read. Read. Then when you have understood what he understands, new things will come. Are you listening to me? There's a help station for you. Don't miss it. God had already set up help for you. Am I communicating? He has already set up help. The worst thing that can happen to someone is that your eyes, your eyes are not seeing the help. The scripture in Isaiah that says that you will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way walking. The scripture before it says that, it was talking about a curse, that you will not be blind to see your teachers. That means there is help for you already. And you will see it. Isaiah, thank you. Isaiah 30, 20. 21 is the one that says, um, and let's read 21. And thine ears shall hear a word behind thee saying, This is the way walking in it. When you turn to the right and when you turn to the left. You see that? Go back to 20. But this is what will happen first. And though the Lord give you the bread of adversity, you know what the bread of adversity is? You are going through tough times. There's a, the Bible called bread of affliction. It's a hard bread they give to prisoners. You are so hungry, you will eat it. It's like stone. <laughs> You'll be crying, but you are too hungry not to, not so you will eat it. So he said, even if God gave you bread of adversity and the water of affliction, yet shall not your teachers. That means that he won't get to that point. Amen. Are we together? 
It won't get to the point where your teachers will be removed into a corner. Amen. Your eyes shall see your teachers. Buy Pastor TV steps. Buy Pastor TV steps. You have never bought it. You are wondering why. And things are just going down. The up is inside the message. Amen. Listen to the message. Oh, go for that meeting. There are some counselings you even come for that can be solved just by being in a service. Are you listening to me? Yeah. In the service and listening, the Holy Ghost will counsel you through the messages. There are many sufferings of believers that are avoidable. Avoidable. So I go back to where I, what I was saying. Never think a time will come in your life where you will not need manifestations from God. Never think that. Never think. I've been pastoring, I've been serving the Lord. I understand those things. Even as a minister of the gospel, the proof that, listen to me, it's not this thing. It's not, it's, not, it's not us. Amen. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. I also have to expect to receive help and follow the leadings of the Spirit to receive the help that I require. Are you listening to me? The same thing. Glory to God. So my prayer for you is that you will not miss your help. You will locate your own help. In the name of Jesus Christ. And that help will not be late. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Manifestations. 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 Permit me to say, this month, Make it your duty to share your faith with others. In the preaching of the gospel, in evangelism, you will experience more manifestations. Any man that lines up with God's plan will see God's provision. Did you hear me? Any man that lines up with God's plan will see God's provision. So he will provide because that plan is his plan. God sponsors his plan. Praise God. So this month, God will sponsor you because you have lined up with his plan. Glory to God. Sponsor you with graces, sponsor you naturally, materially, and otherwise. With wisdom, ideas, insights. Lift your right hand and say, in the name of Jesus, I line up with God's plan. I receive God's provision. In Jesus' name. I pray for manifestations in your finances. You didn't hear me well. I speak manifestation in your finances. I speak manifestation in your finances. In the name of Jesus Christ. Now, let me ask a question. Some people get offended when we pray or speak words over people concerning their finances. 
But the person complaining does not have transport as he's complaining. Are you understanding me? If God meets all other needs and does not meet financial needs, something is wrong. Amen? Am I communicating? What does the scripture say? He said, the birds of the air, they neither toil nor spin. That's the language used. It means that they don't walk. There's no bird of the air. I know in America they do funny things. That works in Chevron. That works in uh, 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 government house. Are you understanding me? What he's trying to say is that the birds of the air, not the bird that was caged. Are you understanding me? The birds of the air, the birds in the wild. They are not walking anywhere. But no one just stays and falls down to die out of hunger. Why? Because God feeds them. Praise God. He feeds them. The bird that can die of hunger is the one that you kept in your cage. You kept. You are the one that kills it. If it was not in the cage, it would not have died. The flowers of the field. He said the same thing. They don't work. But you come tomorrow ever beautiful. The Bible says God clothes them. So he was saying that feeding and clothing, God is interested in it. Amen. If he reclothed birds, um, feed birds and clothe flowers, is it you he will not feed or clothe? He said, You are better than the sparrows. Amen. Are we together? So if you are here today and feeding had been your challenge, I pray for manifestations to break forth for you in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for manifestations to break out in the name of Jesus Christ. Forget it all. Forget Port Harcourt City. That you see a young man well dressed, walking on the road. He has not eaten. Even Indomie. He has not seen but he has to dress well. Are you understanding me? Praise God. It's true. Some people go for weddings they didn't invite them for. He said, I, I, I come throughout this month. You have many weddings though. I saw you in this other wedding. I saw you in this other wedding. I saw you in this other wedding. You, you go and check. They don't even know the person. But Saturday is a sure day for food. So they wait and then they carry take away and they go home. Some of them is not because that's what they want to do. He said in pidgin English, condition. Are you understand? It's, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not, that's not what they plan to do. What about young men that even have cars? They drive to somebody's house say, let's go out. Say, I didn't want to go out. Say, let's just go out. Poof way in this car, let's go out. <laughs> they can't fool the car. If you fall into that category, I pray for manifestations of divine supplies. In the name of Jesus. Now I say, does that work? It works. You will have food this week. You will have food this week. Some people, that's not their problem. Food and food is not their problem. It is landlord matter. 
Landlord. Landlords are not bad people. They too have to collect their money. So stop binding landlords. You know, some landlords don't know why their neck is stiff. You understand that? It's because of all the things that people have been saying to them. It's not that they are some landlords. You know, but you have to pay them their money. And when you don't have money to pay your rent, you start becoming unreasonable. Say, ah, am I the first person to owe? Why are you owing? <laughs> Why are you owing? Am I the first person to owe? Why are you owing? I pray for divine supplies. I speak over everyone that is having challenges with their house rents. Receive supplies in the name of Jesus. I pray for manifestations to break forth concerning your house rents. In Jesus' name. Now if you are a first time, come next Sunday, you will hear the testimonies. That's how you will know that we are not playing. Amen. Just come next Sunday. Just come for investigative purposes. Just come and sit down. You will hear the testimony of what I prayed about now, next Sunday. The next category of people might not have House rent issue, feeding issue, clothing issue, but they've not been able to do anything financially. There's a tightness. Their basic needs are met. But there's a tightness. There's a word that's in the Bible. It's called abundance. If God doesn't want it, it will not be in the Bible. Amen. Are you understanding me? Abundance is more than enough. It means that you can share with another person. Some of you now, you look like you are stingy, but you are not stingy. It is the same condition that made what? Are you understanding me? You are not stingy. But suddenly you have not been inviting your friends to your house again. They say, I will come in and say, I will not be around. <laughs> I will not be around. I will not be around. Before now, maybe you are going to Chicken Republic. You will stop over at your friend's place and say, I'm going that way. Now, someone will just see you in Chicken Only you in Chicken Republic. You finish eating. You find your way. Before, if you enter Chicken Republic, you even post it and say, Chilling at Chicken Republic. You don't say chilling again at Chicken Republic. Let somebody not meet you fast, fast there. Circumstances have adjusted your living conditions. I have come with a prophetic word to readjust your living conditions. And everyone here, under the sound of my voice, that living conditions have been adjusted by circumstances. I readjust it in the name of Jesus. Manifestations. Break forth for you. Break forth for you. And readjust your living conditions. In the name of Jesus Christ. This month of August, manifestations. Financial manifestation. In Jesus' name. Say, I receive it. Let's rise to our feet. Lift your right hand with me and say, New manifestations. More manifestations. Mighty manifestations. Say, Loud Amen.
Just pray. Just talk to God everywhere. Just talk to Him. Thank you for listening to this message. If you have been blessed, you can reach us by email on info at faithtofaithonline.org or call us on 234-806-361-3560. You are big, blessed, and loaded.